Welcome and thanks for joining us on the podcast. Now let's join Mez Somerville for her message. Morning. It's a great way. Thanks, guys. You did a great job. It's a great way to start the day, isn't it? Praising God, giving Him glory. And, uh, well, I just want to say good morning. It's a wonderful day to be in church. The last day of 2017. Can you believe that? (laughs) I reckon this year went so fast. I reckon a few weeks ago it was August. And uh, now here we are in the last week of December. But I hope you had a really great Christmas. Um, I hope if you're, you're here in Alice Springs, which means you haven't gone away to see family, other areas in the world, I hope that you were here with family or you, you were with friends who are like family over Christmas. And uh, now as we are saying goodbye to 2017, you know, it's a, it's a great time, the end between Christmas and New Year's. It's a time where we can stop and we can often think and reflect about the year that we've just been through. And uh, for my husband James and I, we've had a pretty fantastic year actually. You know, this time last year, on the 31st of December 2016, James and I started a road trip up to Alice Springs and we were coming up to visit. We were coming up to visit some friends. (laughs) And uh, we were coming up to visit this church. You guys were an amazing support to us. We were overseas serving uh, as missionaries. And so we wanted to come up and say thank you. And we were just going to come for a week. And uh, when we were here, God really spoke to us. And he um, said that this was the place for us to be in 2017. So a month later, we moved up here and um, it's been an incredible year. And that's thanks to so many of you in this room who have been so friendly and welcoming to us. And uh, so it's been a really blessed year for us. Um, We've had some challenges. You know, I think through life, every year you can see that you've had great days And then you might see that you've had challenging days. Is that just me or is that sort of a, okay, good. (laughs) And, uh, but through it all, I guess my prayer for you is that as you look back on 2017, you can see things that you can be thankful for to God. You know, whether you're having a great day, he's with you. And whether or not you're having a really challenging, difficult day, God's been with you, walking you through that. And uh, he is a faithful God. Amen. So this morning, I guess I want to take a moment to say thank you to God, but I want to start thinking ahead. Does anyone else at this time of year start to have hopes and dreams and um, big, big dreams like I'm going to get fit and all that kind of thing (laughs) that we start to sort of really declare over the year ahead? And uh, we have all kinds of resolutions about things we want to see done and see achieved. And uh, for me, there's a few and I'm... um, I would like to get fit this year. I did say that last year and I started for a while and uh, I don't know if anyone else does that. They start strong at the start of the year and then slowly, you know, just life happens and that fitness has to start again next year and it will. And the other thing that I'm, I'm declaring for 2018 is I will not eat a family block of chocolate in one day. Um, <laughs> I, I, that is a gift that I have, actually. I, not everyone can do it. Not everyone can do it. But I'm very skilled. And uh, I've recognised that that's not so good for my health. And it goes against the whole fitness thing. So my aim for 2018 is to stay away from the family blocks. James, don't buy me <laughs> any family blocks because I won't eat them over a week. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Once it's there, it goes. So... Uh, 
I'm sure we all have things like that that we want to achieve over the year. But this morning, I want to share with you some of the things that, on a bit of a deeper level about what I've been contemplating for my 2018. You know, as I was thinking, how do I want to see my year in 2018? I realised I want, I want to be strong. You know, life happens, doesn't it? We can plan and we can have great goals But we can't always plan for the surprises that come in life, can we? And we get good surprises, and they're great. (laughs) But we also have things happen in life that are not so great and that do surprise us and come up when we aren't expecting it. And for me, I want to be ready for those. I want to be ready. I was thinking my posture for 2018. I want to be prepared for whatever comes my way. I don't want to be swayed this way and that by situations and circumstances that come, but I want to be ready and I want to be strong and I want to be courageous and I want to stand firm in my faith. And uh, I found a, um, a verse uh, in 1 Corinthians that kind of sums up all of that in one small little few words and that's something Paul shared to his, in his letter to the Corinthians. He says, Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage. And be strong. And I feel like the Holy Spirit's really wanting to get that point across because there's like this amazing just happening. So I feel like it's really important that you all got that. <laughs> oh, and it's still there. <laughs> I might just wait and see if it's me. Am I doing something? <laughs> just chat amongst yourselves. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well, that was a strong... Oh, wow. And now I'm super loud. This is all happening this morning. <laughs> so I'm going to read that verse again because it really... The Holy Spirit obviously really felt like it was a vital one that we all need to really get this morning. So again, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 13 says, be on your guard, stand strong in the faith, be men of courage, and be strong. And that's my posture for 2018. It's something I would, I want to be courageous, I want to be ready for anything that comes at me, and I want to get to the end of 2018 and feel like I've just been able to walk through it confidently and get to the end and know that I've made a difference for the kingdom of God. And uh, so I thought this morning, that I would share with you some of the things that I was thinking about this year on how that can actually be the case for me. Because, you know, we can have great ideas, but unless we become intentional about wanting to see these things come about, we can, we can get lost, can't we? This is a great thing. Oh, yeah, I want to be strong. I want to keep firm in the faith. I want to be courageous. But then maybe I don't have the foundations to do that unless I'm intentional about it. So that's what we're going to talk about this morning. But first, let me pray. God, I want to thank you that you've brought each of us here this morning. And Lord, you know each of our lives, you know our hearts, you know where where we are at with you. And Lord, I pray that this morning we will have a word of encouragement from you. Holy Spirit, I pray you speak to each of us this morning through your word and that we leave encouraged and ready for the year ahead of us. And in Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said, Amen. Awesome. pretty warm up here. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing, the first key to a great 2018 is to remember who you are and to remember whose you are. I've noticed for me 
that when I start to take my eyes off God, when my relationship with God sort of takes a back seat, you know, life can get really busy. And uh, when I don't make sure that every that I'm spending time in the Word and spending time in prayer, it really impacts every part of my life. It impacts my thought life. It impacts my relationships. It impacts my attitudes, my behaviours, my actions and my choices. Everything changes when God is not at the forefront of my mind and when my relationship with him is not my priority. And I think one reason that that happens for us in life is that we can lose sight of the fact that we are deeply loved by God. We are loved by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And when we lose sight of that, other voices start to be the loudest voice in our minds. And for me personally, and I, can't, I don't know about you, but for me, the loudest voice becomes my own. And I'm very critical. I'm very critical of myself. So I have high expectations. I need to do everything perfectly. I'm, I need to do everything faster than other people. You know, how I want myself to be is unattainable. <laughs> and when I start to think like that, I become really critical of myself. I start to become critical of others because I hold them to my expectations. And then I start to lose confidence in myself because I'm not seeing that I'm the person that I'm thinking I need to be. And then what happens after that, this is like a, I'm just nose diving right now because this is what happens, because then I start to question my worth. I start to wonder, you know, who, how, am I really benefiting anyone? Am I really helpful? Do people really want to be my friend? <laughs> am I being a good wife? And I start to question my worth. And all that is because I lose sight of God's love. I lose sight of whose I am, who I am in Christ. The word holds so many truths for us that we need to be holding on to deeply so that we know who we are in Jesus and who we are in Christ for us to be confident and to live life under grace. And so for that, we need to keep in our minds what God says about who we are. And I'm going to read you a few verses this morning. This is a very short list compared to what the word says about who we are. We are alive in Christ. We are free from the law of sin and death. We are holy and without blame before him in love. We are God's children. We are God's workmanship, created in Christ to do good works. We are a new creation in Christ. We are co-heirs with Christ. We are more than conquerors through him who loves us. We are forgiven of all sin. We are healed by the stripes of Jesus. We are greatly loved by God. We are strengthened with his might by according to his glorious power. We have the mind of Christ. We have the peace of God. We have no lack. We lack nothing because... We have him, and it's all according to his glorious riches. We can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. We are doers of the word, and we are blessed as we do it. We are ambassadors for Christ, and we are the righteousness of God. Now, I can give you verses for all of those. I didn't just make it up. Um, but And there's so many more. The word is full of truth about who we are in Jesus and who we are in God. And when we know that and when we walk each day in that knowledge and in that love, 
We are free. The Bible says we are free in Christ. Christ came to give us freedom. And the way we walk in that freedom is by knowing who we are. So the first thing to having a great 2018 is that we know who we are and we know who God is. That we have our, uh, our, um, our identity is not wrapped up in who we are, but in who God is. In Romans 8 verse 35, we read, Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor anything present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, Paul covers everything there. (laughs) There is nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing, nothing we do, none of the mistakes we make, none of the choices that we make that go against what he would encourage us to do because he's a forgiving, loving God. He loves us. And we need to know that and we need to walk in that. Knowing who we are, knowing that we are children of God, This allows us to live free. In Philippians 4 verse 13, it says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And that's something we need to know as we walk through life. When we forget that, we lose our way. But when we know that we can do all things through Christ, it gives us confidence. It gives us the boldness that we need to walk and to thrive in life and live life to the fullest like he intends for us. So the first thing, It's to know who we are and whose we are. The second thing to a great 2018 is to not to try and do it alone. And there are two parts to that that I want to um, highlight this morning. The first one is when we belong to God, when we say yes to God, that we want to walk through life with him, that we want to serve him, that we accept his love, we don't have to walk through life alone. We don't. He gives us the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit living within us to strengthen us, to help us. We are never alone. In John chapter 16, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, it's good. It's actually good that I leave you. It's good that I go away because when I do, you will receive the helper and he will guide you in all truth. That's the Holy Spirit. As Jesus goes, he brings the Holy Spirit and he lives and dwells within each of us. The Holy Spirit walks and helps us in everyday decisions, in our attitudes, the way we think about things. He's always helping us, guiding us. In 1 Timothy 1, verse 6, we read that God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but he gave us a spirit of power, of love and of self-discipline. The Holy Spirit is with us each and every day and he gives us wisdom and the fruit of the Spirit is what allows us to walk in joy, in love, in peace, in patience, in kindness, in goodness, in faithfulness, in gentleness and in self-control. Wouldn't it be great if every day that was our testimony? It's not my testimony every day. James could tell you that, but he won't. (laughs) And I'm sure some of my work colleagues have seen me stressed out as well, (laughs) which they won't talk about either. (laughs) But 
the Holy Spirit enables us to live this way. But Paul shares with us in Galatians, after he talks about the fruit of the Spirit, he says this in verse 25, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Sometimes life can get busy, can't it? We wake up in the morning and we're running late. We're already late for work. We already have a, a ton of chores we need to do before we leave the house. Maybe life gets super busy with work, with friends, with family commitments, with kids. I don't have any, but parents always talk about the fact that kids are exhausting. They love them, though. Love them. (laughs) But they take time. Whatever it is, life gets busy. Doesn't matter what stage of life we're in, whether we're studying, whether we have friends that we want to spend time with all the time. There's always sometimes a reason, isn't there? There's always an option not to spend time saying, good morning, Holy Spirit. Please help me today. There's always a reason why we can just not think about the fact that we have the Holy Spirit with us. But when we engage the Spirit, when we keep in step with the Spirit, that's when we can walk confidently and having the strength given to us by the Holy Spirit. We can walk in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, because we're constantly engaging the Holy Spirit in conversation. Not only in the morning, but throughout the day, we can be like, hey, Holy Spirit, thanks for helping me. Hey, I need to make this big decision. What is it? When we constantly remember, remember who is with us, that we are not alone, that the Holy Spirit is with us each and every moment of every day, able to guide us and help us, then we can face every circumstance, can't we? Because we know who's with us. The second thing, that we need to know that we're not alone by is that we need to be willing to do life with others. We we can't do life without the support of others. As a church, we are so committed to making sure that people don't do life alone, aren't we? We don't want anyone to come in on a Sunday and leave without talking to anyone, not knowing anyone, not connecting with anyone, because we want people to do life together. We want people to be in a community. I love this church and the fact that I'm part of the family. But for me to become part of the family, I had to engage. I had to make a choice. And um, I know that that's not always easy. You know, people let us down sometimes. (laughs) Well, they've let me down. I won't speak for you. But people let us down. But people are human. And I know I've let people down. (laughs) But God tells us to live in fellowship. And when we do, we can build one another up. The Bible says that we are called to love one another, to serve one another, and to encourage one another. And to do that, there needs to, there needs to be an other. <laughs> For us to love one another, serve one another, encourage one another, we need to have another to do it too. <laughs> and for that, that takes our vulnerability, doesn't it? It takes a choice that we are going to step out. And living in Alice Springs, there are people who have been here a short time And maybe you're nervous to do that because, hey, all new faces, all new people, you don't know who you connect well with. So it's hard. And then for those who have been in Alice Springs a long time, it can be hard because you know what? You've seen the cycle of people who come and they stay for a few years and then they go. And it can be hard to constantly put yourself out there and open up your life and open up your heart to a new person only to see them in a few years go away. But God calls us to do exactly that. He calls us to love, 
to sacrificially love and to engage with one another. And he doesn't do that just because he knows it's hard for us and he wants us to try. (laughs) He does it for our benefit. It's for us. He knows that we thrive in community, that we spur one another on and to be in relationship. Doing life with others is super important. So the third thing, so the first one is making sure that we spend time with God and that we know whose we are and who we are. The second thing to a great, fantastic 2018 is not to do it alone, but to remember that we have the Holy Spirit with us and that we don't do it without others, but we engage with people and do life with them. Oh, and can I just tell you one more thing about that, actually? Um, I've had to pray to God a few times for friends. <laughs> I remember the first time I did it, I was like 12 or 13, and I didn't have any Christian friends who were girls. And um, I just remember thinking, like, really sheepish, sheepishly, <laughs> I'm like, God, this is like such a small little thing, but I really want a friend who's a Christian, who, can, who I can just be friends with and talk about my faith with. And God answered my prayer with an amazing girl who's still a fantastic friend of mine, you know, what, 20 years later. And I've had to pray that to him a couple of times. Three different occasions I've said, God, I'm in a circumstance, a situation, a place where there's no one and I need Christian friends. And the first time I prayed it, I thought it was such a silly little thing to pray. But I realise now it's not at all because we need to do life together and God knows that we need relationship. So maybe this morning if you're in that situation where you're like, you know what, I am a little bit isolated where I'm living. Maybe you're not in Alice Springs and you're just visiting, but where you're living at the moment, you don't have close Christian friendships. Can I encourage you to pray? Because God answers prayer and he will answer that prayer, I promise you. He's done it for me every single time because he knows how valuable and vital it actually is for your life. Okay, so now the third thing. (laughs) The third thing to a powerful and great 2018. And I'm really passionate about this. Well, I'm passionate about all of it, but this is, yeah, passionate about all of it. Um, But also this third one, (laughs) which is that we need to be people of praise. We need to be people of praise. Praise to God. Praise, according to the scriptures, is an act of our will. It is something we decide that flows out of us towards God in awe and reverence of who he is as the creator. Praise is an intentional act on our part to lift our eyes off of ourselves, to away from the problems that we face, the issues that we face, the relationship problems that we're walking through, the worries that we have in everyday life, and instead we fix our attention on who God is and we give him glory for his nature and his character. We give God glory and praise because he's worthy of it and it's not because he's worthy of it because of what's going on in our life he's worthy of it despite what is going on in our life and in our circumstances we focus our minds on him and give him praise and when we do that can I life can be transformed when you lift your eyes to God off the situations that you're facing off the emotions that you're feeling and you see God in heaven And you realise that you know the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You know that there is nothing too hard for God. He's the the Omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. He's the fortress, our shield, our stronghold, our rock. 
All power comes from God. He's the God of the universe. He's the God who saves. He's the God. He's our, he's our comforter. He's our saviour. He's our friend. He's God. And when we lift our eyes to him and lift our eyes off what we're experiencing, it can change the view that you have on what's going on around you. Praise is so powerful, so powerful for your life, for my life. You know, in the Bible, we see people praising God in all, all circumstances and situations. Um, we can see people praising God in corporate victories. You know, after they win battles, they praise God. They, we see them praising God in personal victories after they receive forgiveness. People after relationship um, rec- restoration. People praise God inside. They praise God outside. They praise God with people. They praise God alone. In all kinds of ways, they praise him with instruments, sometimes really weird ones, and they praise him with no instruments and just with their voice. They praise him because he's worthy. And here's the important one. They praise him in good times and they praise him in bad times. They make a choice. There's a really, you know, in in Hebrews um, chapter 13, the writer says this, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise which is the fruit of our lips. Praise is a decision that we make regardless of what's happening. And we have to make a decision in our heart and our mind before we open our mouth, don't we? Sometimes we need to push through. And I know, you know, that's hard. It can be really hard to shift your mind off situations going on in life when you are feeling pain, when you're feeling anxiety, worry, when you're feeling hurt, let down, discouraged, our life can get really, really painful and difficult. But I get super encouraged in the Bible when I see people who still yet choose to lift their focus and their attention up off of that and to God. In Psalm 13, I love this psalm. Psalm 13, it's a psalm of David. And we read a great encouragement to me about praise. He says this, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and every day, every day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer me, Lord, my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. My enemy will say, I have overcome him and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But then he says this, but I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord for he has been good to me. That is powerful, a powerful scripture. If you read that, you can feel David's anguish. He is in trouble. He is longing for change. And we often, who's had to wait for God to do something? <laughs> it's, it's painful as we wait for God for a blessing. We wait for him for a change that we need in our life. We are waiting and it's hard. We have sorrow in our heart. This is a psalm where David is just so discouraged. Life for him does not seem to be going well. His emotions are all over the place. And yet... He says, I will trust in your love. 
I will rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. It's not always easy to see that God is good when life doesn't feel good, does it? It's not easy, but it's possible. I love reading in the book of Acts about Paul and Silas. I love this story. You may know it, where they are stripped, they're beaten, they're flogged, and they're thrown in prison after Paul delivers a girl uh, from an evil spirit. That's not the part that I love, by the way, reading that about that. <laughs> I love the bit that happens after that, which is that after they're thrown in prison, it says at midnight, after they're thrown in prison, after all that's happened, they are found singing hymns and praising God. <laughs> Now, you can keep reading that story. It's in Acts 16, and I encourage you. It's a great story as you read about the miracles that God does through their life and through that situation. But what I want to highlight is that they were severely beaten and flogged and thrown in prison, and hours later, they are choosing to sing hymns and praise God. Now, that's a circumstance that I don't want to be found in. <laughs> but it's one that if I did... It would be a, a stretch of a decision to be praising God, singing him. Not just praising God like in my mind as I curl up in the corner, kind of like, God, I thank you that I'm, you know, that I am still alive. No, they are openly with their mouths praising God for who he is. Incredible. Praise is powerful. It changes our perspective. And for us, as we go into the new year, and I'm saying we want, to be, we want to be on guard and we want to stand strong. Praise, not only is it like a, de, a defensive, you know, when stuff happens, we can choose to pray, but praise is powerful in the offensive. We can be, um, as we praise, we can step forward in boldness. We can step forward in faith because we know who God is and who he is in our life and that he is bigger than all things. Praise is great in any circumstance and every day. I love praise. I love it when we get to sing together on a Sunday morning. I love that we get to do it Friday nights. I love our encounter nights that we have once a month. I love singing in the car. I love singing in the shower. I love singing all the time. And it doesn't have to be singing. Praising God, you can be talking in conversation. You can say how amazing God is to your friends as you tell them about a great testimony of God's work in your life. Praise is such an important key, such an important key to our life. Maybe the band can come and join me on stage. Jesus tells us in John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief comes only to steal, to kill and to destroy, but I have come to give life and have it to the full. As Christians, we know that life isn't about us, is it? We don't want to live a great 2018 just for our benefit. We want to live a life that gives glory to God. We want to extend his kingdom. We want, to be, we want him to see the life that we're living and for him to be pleased with us. We want to give God love the way he's given love to us. Our life is not for us. But if we want to live in that freedom and we want to live in a way that brings praise to God, then we need to be intentional. You know, maybe like me this morning... You want to make a commitment that 2018 is going to be a year where you stand strong, where you're on guard ready for anything, where nothing can shift you, nothing can 
take you that way or that, but you are ready. You are bold, you're courageous, you're ready to step out in faith. And that at the end of 2018, you can look back and say, I stood the test. I was ready and I made an impact for the kingdom. I was bold. I took courage. I was brave. And so maybe if that's you this morning, maybe you want to take, make a commitment to God about some of the things we've talked about this morning. Maybe in 2018, you need to make a decision that you're going to be intentional about maintaining your relationship with God to be at the forefront of your mind so that you can remember daily who you are in Christ and who He is, who's on your team, who's backing you, who's going before you. It's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we need to remember that daily so that we can walk in that faith, confident, knowing who we are. Maybe you need to make a commitment to spend regular time with Him in His Word. Maybe you, need, maybe you don't come to church very often. And maybe this is an opportunity to say, you know what, next year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to church. I'm going to hear some of the great teaching that we have. We, don't we have a great teacher in this house? Pastor Ben is a great teacher of the Word. And uh, Pastor Jamie, we have a great team who give us wisdom all the time, don't we? And it's a great encouragement when we come. If, you, if church is not something that you're doing, but you believe in God and you want to learn more, come to church. It's amazing. Some of the things we get to hear and learn, I encourage you. You know, and maybe for you next year, it's important that you remember that you have the Holy Spirit with you that every day he walks with you. Maybe, you know, there's a book that was written years ago and I haven't read it, but I love the, the name of it, which is Good Morning Holy Spirit. I remember seeing that as a young person thinking, that's cool. I've never thought about that before. But I can intentionally engage the Holy Spirit every day and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Can you help me today? Can you give me wisdom? Can you help me with the decisions I need to make? Can you help me keep my attitude right? <laughs> And we can engage the Holy Spirit all throughout the day. So it's important that we don't forget (laughs) because he's there with us. And maybe this year it's important for you to connect with others. Life, we all need friends. (laughs) I've prayed to God three different times that he would send me a friend who's a Christian who can encourage me in my faith. And every single time, He has sent someone who is just the right person for just the right season of my life. And if you don't have that person or you don't have that connect group, you don't have a group of people, a family, it can be anyone, but you need, you will know in your heart whether you have that person in your life. If you do, fantastic, nurture it, engage it, build it up. And why don't you be that person for somebody else? Enlarge your world in 2018. But if it's not you, Pray to God and ask him for someone to be that person. We are, in, we are designed to do life together, to encourage one another. You need that other so that you can love God and love others. You need the other. And maybe this year you want to be a person of praise. Praise God in every circumstance. Praise God in the good times and choose to praise him in the bad times. Praise is a decision. And it's a choice that we make. And it's sometimes easy and fun and great. And sometimes it's really hard. But it's possible. And it will change your circumstance and it will change your life. So I encourage you, 2018, make it a year of praise. 
engage as you come to church and praise God. Choose to praise Him in your lounge room. Praise Him. Come to our encounter nights where we just get to sing and praise and prayer, pray together. They're great nights, but it takes a choice. It takes sacrifice. But I love being able to praise God, praise Him for who He is. He deserves all the praise that we can possibly give. (laughs) He's the God Almighty. You can't explain who He is, but we can tell Him over and over again because He deserves it all. You know, maybe this morning this is the first time that you've heard that there's a God who actually wants to do life with you every day, that he wants to be your friend, that he wants to live life with you, go before you, that he is a personal God, that he loves you. If if that's the first time you've heard this, then maybe you want to make a decision this morning that in 2018, you're going to get to know this God. You're going to get to know him more. Or maybe you knew him, but you've walked away. Life has gotten busy. And now God is there, but there's no relationship. Maybe this morning you want to make a fresh start with God. You want to say yes to God. And maybe everyone can stand. We're going to close in a minute. But if you want to say yes to to God, can I tell you it's a life-changing, amazing decision that you will make maybe with everyone's eyes closed and their heads bowed. If that's you this morning, that you want to say yes to God, that you want to say yes to Jesus, that you want to live life with Him, that you want to allow Him to enter into your life, do life with you. In a moment, I'm going to ask you to lift your hand so I know who I'm praying with and we're going to pray together. And maybe you've known God in the past or maybe you know God a little bit. But in 2018, you want to get to know him. You want to, you're going to make a decision that you're going to follow him, that you're going to be with him. You're going to choose to engage and allow him into your life. If that's you in a moment, why don't you just lift your hand and say yes to God? If that's you, just lift your hand and say, yes, God, that's me. I am going to commit 2018 to you. I'm going to give it a fresh start. If that's you, if you just put your hand on your heart, we're going to pray together. You can pray with me. God, this morning I want to commit my life to you. Jesus, I know and believe that you died on the cross for my sin. You made a way for me to be in a relationship with you. And Jesus, I invite you into my life to be my Lord, to be my Saviour, my teacher and my friend. I commit my life to you and your ways, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We hope you have been encouraged by this message. For more information, check out our website at desertlifechurch.org.